1: Today, we're going to talk about how patient energy impacts caregivers. Caregivers seem to be hit hardest by other people's energy, and it is most obvious because of the situations they're in. However, this energy is in all of our lives and impacts us daily. Our guest today, Paul Kerr, is a registered nurse and psychic and has combined his skills to, to effectively observe and work with this energy throughout his career. He's going to teach us how to recognize energy, clear it, and protect ourselves against other people's energy that can be draining us or harming us. Paul has been a practicing healer since 1992 and a practicing psychic and teacher since 1996. Paul owns and runs Sarasota Psychic Institute in Florida, where he teaches intuitive skills and psychic tools. I can easily attest that Paul is one of the best teachers I have encountered and I've been fortunate enough to study with him. You can contact Paul at gracefulawakenings.net or email him at gracefuloasis at gmail.com. In addition to teaching us how to manage this energy, Paul has offered to do readings and uh, energy clearings for members of our audience later in our show. To receive a reading or energy clearing from Paul, you can call 888-346-9141. You can also find this number on the Voice America website, Empowerment Channel. So welcome, Paul, to the show, and thanks for being here. Oh,
2: you're welcome, Barb. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Great to see you. (laughs) Yeah, you too. Yeah, so um, caregiving, energy fields, I guess.
1: Yeah, what is the energy? What is an energy field?
2: Oh, well, actually, everything has an energy field. um, But people do have their own energy fields. Uh, uh, Our bodies radiate, our minds radiate energy, and it goes a certain uh, distance around us three to five feet a lot of times these energy fields have emotion and thoughts and things of that nature. It's like our own little personal universe. You know, when I teach meditation, um, I tell people to visualize they're in a bubble just like the witch Glinda. Uh, and that what that does is if, if their energy field is too tight or too wide, that helps it to be a nice comfortable distance from the body with some flow um,
1: so we all have this, our own space, huh? We all, have our, own we space? all have our own
2: space. <laughs> well, yes, but do we maintain it? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like our house. You know, it's like a house with a fence. if, yeah. if you maintain it, um, it's good. Or you know, some people let their trees grow across the property line and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, you might be the neighbor with the tree going over the side, or you might be the one yeah. with the tree growing <laughs> on your side,
1: yeah. or you might be the one so, yelling, "Get off my property!" <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, and it's really just like that with the our, our energy fields. Um,
1: what do they feel like? What does an energy field feel like? How do we know? Like you know, we, I know well, if I yeah, if I walk into a room. And there's been a fight and I walk in and everybody is look is everything looks fine, but every cell in my being knows there's been a fight here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Every part of me knows that.
2: Yeah. It's a, you know, this is interesting. You know, if you take your hand and you put it close to somebody's body, you can feel a little bit of the heat or Mm -hmm. cold from that person. It's exactly the same way with an energy field, whether it's your energy field or another's energy field, or the energy field in a room. So the edge of your energy field comes up against another's, and you're able to sense it. Mm -hmm. So, um, And it's influenceable, right? So it's permeable. Even when you have your energy field well taken care of, uh, you're susceptible to uh, things, other people's emotions, like you're talking about in the room, Mm -hmm. um, you can sense it. sometimes you pick it up. So uh, an example is, for me, if I go to work, and I run into an employee who's had a a bad day, um, and all of a sudden, I'm grouchy. I've been influenced that grouchiness has come into my space, and I'm relating to it like it's my own. Uh, And then when I walk away, I say, why did I feel so grouchy, <laughs> you know? Uh, and that's, that's because I was influenced and I took that in. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes you can help it and sometimes you can't. Uh, other things that, that we do pick up, uh, commercials, you know, it could, it could be a jingle, <laughs> right? Advertisement actually works very hard to get in our system. Uh, years ago, the carpenters, we've only just begun yeah. That was written. That was written for a bank, so that they could attract younger customers. And what does it do? It gives, gives us this little jingle. We put down our defenses and we take it in, and we start thinking about our lives. We better save. You know, they have <laughs> commercial save money. <laughs> and for some of us, it was Things dead like panic. That. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh-oh. Other times it's a pizza commercial. Oh, I'm hungry for pizza. Why? And you you have to ask, was I influenced or am I really? Or both. Mm-hmm. Um so, so in we your absorb example. Absorb
1: it all, huh?
2: We we can't absorb it all. Well, that's not necessarily true. we absorb some of it. If we absorbed it all, um I don't think we, some people do. I think some of those people who don't have a sense of self, they wind up in uh, psychiatric care, they don't have a good developed aura. They're just spacey, they pick up everything, they're, they're not in tune with their own voice, their own path, um, things like that. Uh, so if you're thinking about caregiving, so if I'm a little caregiver, um, whether you're at home alone or you work in a facility like I do, um, the people in bed or that are very dependent on you don't really have much power. And there's a couple of things that are going on. Uh, like a kid, uh, if they need you. So w- one of the things that I experience is, just like when you walk into that room and you know what's going on, then you, you might match that. Oh, this is time for me to be afraid. This is time for me to be angry. Or another thing is if that person wants something, they start trying to Negotiate whether it's killing you with kindness or being rude, <laughs> because really, really, you kissing your- up or kissing <laughs> up, yeah. yeah, really, really, you lose your space more when you're in a lower vibe, like being angry, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of them will try to throw—we call it throwing their emotion over at you, trying to get you to pick it up, mm-hmm. like the uh, commercial people are trying to get you to pick up their vibe. So they want you a little bit angry and then they can kind of get you where they want you. Mm-hmm. Then there's a whole nother level. I think that you're kind of familiar with where people are like kids and they the kids will get into their mother's aura or their dad's aura because they want to feel safe. They want to know they're being mm-hmm. taken care of and the patient will get into to my space. Or if you're a child taking care of your parent, then your parent will get into your space too and you know, you lose your sense of what you need to eat to stay healthy. Your path, you might forget appointments. You definitely would feel tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what we would call
1: it—space. You mean
2: if somebody—somebody well, Yep, somebody's done yeah, it to you yeah. as the caregiver. One
1: Absolutely. thing I've seen when I've when I've done energy clearance or readings, I've seen um, people merge their energy with somebody else you know jumping into their space but merging to become them so let's say if you're a nurse and I'm a patient i'm going to try and merge my energy to become you so i have your knowledge so i know when that machine is making that sound that it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yes yes
2: yeah that's a great point as a as a patient and and if you've if you've never it's like going to a foreign country right
1: mm-hmm. For me, yeah. (laughs) You're a patient
2: and you want to know, where are the police? What do I do if I get sick? What's going on if I'm trying to cross the road? What does that noise mean? Does it mean go or
1: stop? It came down to one thing. Am I safe? Am I safe? safe? safe?
2: Or how do I get safe? Yeah. Right.
1: Absolutely.
2: They do. They want to know. And and, um, of course, if you educate people. Uh, There's less of that, but you got to develop a sense of trust. Otherwise, people are going to just jump into your space. Right. Um, And, you know, at
1: that point, when a patient is so afraid, um, feels so unsafe, feels so, you know, you're sick, something's wrong. You know, that's when you're a patient and you feel so unsafe and you don't know what and you have to give all of your faith to somebody else. That oh, to me absolutely. was a pretty tough deal. You know, <laughs> yeah. I didn't oh, like yeah. that. You
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you strange pills that you're supposed to believe what they are. Right.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that they're the right pills. And do you know what you're talking about? In about? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I was. I was definitely one of the ones jumping into your space (laughs) to say, "What do you know?
2: (laughs) What do you know?" And of course, what happens when a patient jumps into my space? I go out of my space, and then I definitely. So the caregiver will go out of their bubble. Mm -hmm. They will start to forget. They Uh will not make it on time with the pill. That you know, they forget to make that phone call to the doctor. Mm. Because while the all the patients or, again, if you're a, a child caring for your parent, for example, and that parent gets in your space, same thing, you forget, oh, my God, I forgot to make her dinner tonight. I forgot about my parents' appointment. Yeah. And so there's that's where a lot of that, it, then you don't have your resources to manage your stress either. So mm-hmm. your stress, the patient's stress, and again, like I said, it's hard for you as a caregiver to get a drink of water, eat correctly, go to bed on time. And it's interesting. So if we're talking about what does that feel like, so if I'm going in a room and I, as a healer, I like to use my hand, but you don't always, sometimes it it shows up in your mind like I'm afraid. So I'll walk into a room and I'll feel afraid. Or if I'm feeling with my body or my hand, that person's aura might be really fuzzy and kind of above the ground. You know, so I kind of can, can sense it. Some people, when they're really excited, it's hot. Other people, are, they get scared and they withdraw. And I can, you know, you kind of wonder where, where that person is. Have you ever had a cat or a dog hide from you? Mm-hmm. And you're try, trying to look and you look in the room and you can't figure out where they are because you can't sense them. Can't yeah. feel them, hear them, see them. Uh, psychically or physically yeah exactly and when they want a treat boy you know exactly where they are even if you left them in the garage you're like oh they're (laughs) waiting behind the door because they want the treat
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've had pets (laughs) (laughs) yeah so
2: yeah definitely and that's
1: well what does yeah, that do to you happens. to have all that kind of energy you know i I know the the jump in merge one, but all the other uh-huh. kind of energies, what other kind of energies and what does that well, do like, to you as a caregiver
2: well like when people grab your energy like they're grabbing your arm, you know mm-hmm. besides becoming disoriented and forgetting to take care of yourself, you can become sick mm-hmm. so if somebody's wanting you to tell the doctor something or what have you? They will come right back in your throat, and you could develop a sore throat, or you could have laryngitis, anything of that nature.
1: By them um, coming into that um, area,
2: okay. the throat, yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: sometimes they want you to come to them, and mm. so you might start bumping into the walls or your chair because they're they have their energy in your legs, mm. right? So you can't operate your legs as well. So there's. So a, I, a lot I have of the visions
1: of it, nurses just bouncing off the walls. Well, so they are, they add it, <laughs> yeah. not just nurses,
2: like as yeah. a home caregivers, CNAs, yeah. uh, doctors, <laughs> dentists. Yeah. Dentists, you know, it's really intense, but it's, you don't, dentists don't do it for eight to 12 hours at, at a time, mm. but yeah. it's still pretty intense because they have volume.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they have scared people with things oh, in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd well, like that to that say, a so you have. Opinion.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have all this stuff going on, and if you don't clean out, or you're not able to walk away from it, you bring it home, and so it's hard for you to manifest your own things in life. Sometimes, you know, a good home, a relationship. If you have pets, you might uh, be mean to them. You might be gruff with your family, or you might just be behaving like that patient because it becomes like a a videotape in your space, a, a program, a data program, you know, they kind of get in your space and they, you're feeling crabby and you didn't realize that wasn't you. Just like the pizza commercial getting in your space, you might not realize that you're not hungry for pizza. That's just somebody's suggestion. <laughs> yeah. So you behave in ways that aren't your true expression.
1: Geez, aren't you exhausted at the end of that? How can you carry that? You know, aren't you exhausted?
2: You know, you've heard about nurses being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've met some. Takes a lot of work, <laughs> but and I've that been using my me tools. Doing and a lot of too. <laughs> <laughs> using my tools, my my ability to clean out and recognize my aura definitely helped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it has got to be exhausting to do that, to go in. Um, what do you do about it? Well, first, before we go there, I have to ask you the pandemic. With this pandemic, how much, because we're talking about normal nursing, but with this pandemic, wow. how has that impacted? That's got to be so intense.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, first of all, on a, the social level, on the global level, everybody feels it. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: as a person, you feel all of the fear of the world, you know, even if you're not buying into it. You go to the yeah. grocery store, you feel that fear. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for example, turn on the news. Uh, so all the patients come in and the families. So even if like, we would allow one person to come in, um, or if when we weren't allowing any people to come in, uh, you could get them on the phone. <laughs> it doesn't have to be live, mm. like live in the same room. But over the phone, even an email, you feel the, the desperation and the fear. So it, it's tenfold. So not only are they, say, taking care of me, they're saying, you better not let me get COVID.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? yeah.
2: The fear, yeah. Then the fear of the the money, how much money they're going to lose. They're in the hospital, and then if they get COVID, they may die and stay in the hospital for another six months if they don't die. So all of that is just exemplified. Um, It's a lot like trying to – they tell you people when they're drowning – don't try to get in the water and help them.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, they'll take you down. <laughs> you down. They'll take you down. <laughs> you yeah. Down.
2: <laughs> so, people at that level of panic, you have to start creating some distance <laughs> before you can even take care of them. So, it's like another ball to juggle. So, you're you're just even even more tired and people don't realize they've absorbed that panic. So, when you uh, when you learn some tools, you learn how to help them take a breath and recenter.
1: Okay. Before we go into the tools, though, let's take a break because we've we've just gone through a bunch of information, and um, you know I want to go over that a little bit when we come back, and then we'll take a look at some of the tools to protect protect you and keep me from as a patient assaulting you. <laughs> So let's take a break. We'll be right back.
3: (laughs) Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. One thing's
0: for certain life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns?
3: Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern time and 9 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas.
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Metaphysics, a view through the veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to a view through the veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hi, this is Barb back with you, and I have with me Paul Kerr as our guest. And we've been talking about the energy impact on caregivers and how it t- intense it is normally, but especially right before the break, we were talking about the pandemic and how hard that has been. And um, the, the, Paul was telling us a little bit about their coping mechanisms and the isolation, and you're the only person that they have. So I'm going to give that back to Paul. Talk about <laughs> jumping in somebody's <laughs> space. <laughs> oh,
2: absolutely. You know, we, we, the caregivers at home, uh, especially – uh, their live-in caregiver was was their only, only connection to life. Almost that probably in the TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so, even
1: in the hospital, wasn't weren't they isolated? Yeah. The people with uh, COVID, and and you're it. You know, you're the yeah. only person they can talk to is the caregiver, and they can't see their families. Yes. I have, well, depend- about, I have nightmares about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
2: first of all, I, it, it is very difficult, and it would to me. I'm more introverted, mm-hmm. so I didn't have as much problem uh, as uh, the extroverts. The extroverts were going out of their skin, and yeah, yeah they were really grabbing on. You know, finding ways to meet, be needy to call you in, mm-hmm. um, but then. You know the interesting thing is that um, you know we our energy fields need to have a certain level of like charge mm-hmm. for us to kind of to be healthy and when when say like an extrovert it doesn't have that contact and that validation that they're safe uh, their energy levels will go down so mm-hmm. then they start to become afraid and and let say all those same dynamics you know uh creating uh, a negative situations so that they you can be engaged, uh, making you mad. Because when you're mad, you don't leave. You want to tell them like it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they manipulate you pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And they're good at it. <laughs> In their desperation, they're good at it. <laughs> good at it. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I need a box of Kleenex. I forgot I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so m- mentally you're yeah. really challenged you know what's this pill uh, why am i taking two instead of one yeah. uh, so you you get all of that too and and when you're really as a caregiver you're you're starting again it's you're just being your energy and your focus is being taken away from what you're in alignment with and so as a caregiver you you know if you're you're able to rest and go to the bathroom and eat well and keep track of all of the things that you agreed to accomplish, you know, you're, you're healthy. When somebody is constantly pulling you, um, you you start to have to use all that extra energy to re to get back your positive attitude, to take your focus off the Kleenex and get it back onto your time schedule so that everybody can get what they need. Mm -hmm. And uh, you definitely just become Sick yourself, uh, all of those things that we were talking. You start to feel unfulfilled. Why am I in this job? Why did I agree to take care of my parent?
1: (laughs) You know, Uh,
2: you really get into a negative vibe.
1: And then when, if their energy is depleted, do they? Because I've had this happen to me, where somebody is is, you know, sick or weak or whatever, and I feel like I'm getting depleted you know, as if they're pulling my energy in because they need healthier energy. If
2: if there's yeah, we call them uh the, yes, yes, those people <laughs> that's part of the Kleenex and everything also. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> they're trying to get, get some of your energy. Mm-hmm. Um they don't and there's two things going on if I think about that, uh, about what I've see. Um one is they're low and they, they need energy, so that they're trying to take it, if they're that type of person. There's Don't people they need who, it to
1: heal, too, or no?
2: That doesn't mean they're taking it, because there are people who will not take your energy because they know what's wrong, and they can kind of tell what they're doing. Then mm-hmm. there's other people who come in and say, you got it, and I need it. Zoom, <laughs> <Yeah>. zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. so, <laughs> but I'm part of one of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that's part of being a good healer. You know, it's part of being a good nurse or a good doctor is yeah. fostering that person's internal energy and uh, well-being, so that it can build. And then they, when they go home, because if they they go home and you're not there to take from, they're just going to become sick again. So. Mm. Well, well, how do you, you
1: protect do. yourself? How do you and and all nurses, but I guess all of us when we're being having it pulled, you know, but uh, nursing as well as all caregivers. But I would think all people in the world in a way, <laughs> um, how do you take care of yourself? You know, how do you make sure that that you're just not walking out of that hospital at the end of a day and you're so depleted and so um, being picked apart and thrown in a thousand different directions? You know, how do you take Mm -hmm. care of
2: yourself? Okay, so that's interesting. You know, there's a lot of different ways. So um, there's some easy ways to do that. One of the things is you you that's really easy that I've always used is you leave it at the door <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as you walk out the door and the door shuts, you know everything that you don't need to be taking home is just there
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and that that works for some people that's a good way to make separations if you're and that's what it's called making separations, so you're stepping out of one of your roles into another so you're you're a caregiver you leave the building then you're more just you <laughs> yeah right without that or then you get home and then your mom and dad or, or however that works for you that's one way
1: um but if they way jumped into your space
2: that is one still one way to do that one quick yeah. easy way and that takes a lot of practice another way is to have five sets so Maybe not even at the end of the day. You go into a room, or maybe even your home caregiver, and it's your mom or your dad. You still need something in the moment. You walk out of the room and you give five differences. I'm 35. They're 85. I'm wearing blue. They're wearing red. Um, <laughs> I'm a boy. They're a girl. You know, yeah. that's an easy way. And then uh, when you start, great getting way into to merit,
1: separate. Huh? <laughs>
2: yes, great way. <laughs> Then uh, they're constipated, I'm not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, even, I could imagine after a while you'd get pretty down and dirty in the differences.
2: <laughs> so, just five. But then, when you start getting into metaphysics and some of the things that like the psychics learn you know, mm-hmm. how to be a spiritual being in a physical body, and you're, you, you're working with your, your field directly. It, uh, the the real easy one is, say, oh again, even if you're at home or you're at work, mm-hmm. you have your little magic backpack on. It could be one of those little teardrop backpacks or big hiking backpack. It doesn't matter. You I just have to ask: that. the
1: magic ha- backpack is it real or is it a fantasy one? Well, <laughs> is it imaginary?
2: It? Yes.
1: Okay, that's what I was unsure. Because Uh I would go out and look for that magic backpack as it calls Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) So you
2: imagine your backpack on you, you you get up or you go to work, uh, whatever time you want to do it, even if you forget at the beginning. Um, And you have to put, imagine putting on your backpack at the end of the day. Does it matter? And it's magnetic. And it just naturally sucks everything up that from people jumping into your space or even stuff you absorb, like you said, that uh, when you go into the same room and there's that argument energy you're feeling, it, you absorb a little of that. It sucks it all right up. And for if you're at home, you can go in into the kitchen and take it off and throw it in the trash. If you're at work, like a building like I work at, Um, in which I work you could as you walk toward the door before you get ready to clock out find that trash can either by the bathroom or the um, employee lounge wherever is the closest you imagine it sucked everything up and you take it off and throw it in the trash then you look at yourself and you think oh wait that was wonderful. Look, look how clean I am. It it reminds me of a a raincoat too, right? Mm -hmm. So you come out of the rain, which would be all those people's emotions and all of that, that energy you ran into. You just take it off, boom, and you've got your nice, bright, new, clean clothes on. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we talked about this. So I love the image of Pigpen. If you all remember from the Peanuts Gang, Pigpin is the one with all the dirt and everything flying around him <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's extreme right yeah. but that's what if we 're not cleaning ourselves, sometimes it takes years you've met the forty year old caregiver who's just decrepit because <laughs> they couldn't get rid of that energy like pigpin so and then other people who've had uh their own personal way of clearing or are psychics where you, you learn how to do a little backpack trick or, or the good Glinda bubble mm-hmm. um, look a lot younger. People usually think you're about five years younger, actually. So mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't look like that pig pen. You look more like Linus. <laughs> <laughs> you might have your security blanket,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your little
2: magic backpack security blanket that you imagine on yeah. your back, but uh, you, you're definitely a lot clearer. And, you know, Linus is a lot, he's more focused, you know, he has vision, he can think about the future and his next steps. So, and people want to be around him. But anybody
1: can do this in any situation. Like you know, if you go to a meeting, (laughs) a business meeting, and it's kind of a toxic group of people, you can have a magic backpack. Yeah, (laughs) even if they're not. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. So I mean, but that's a good tool to have. have. that's that's the kind of thing that you would you would learn from uh, classes.
1: Metaphysical
2: you
1: know, classes? So, uh, Where did you learn
2: it? I went to Psychic Horizons. In, uh, oh, like okay. I,
1: yeah, so metaphysical you
2: know, classes. Yeah. I, get, I, I never really termed them metaphysical. I, I thought of them as spiritual.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: That's why I was thinking. I'm like,
1: ah, uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Did I go <get> to metaphysical? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah, so I'm not meditation. quite sure. Yeah. I know we we have three minutes, and I I thought we were going to do a little meditation. meditation.
1: Um, do uh, we need? Um, how long do you think?
2: Well, I was going to do uh, ten minutes. But we don't have any time left, right?
1: Uh, no, I know we have a couple callers that uh, will be coming in for readings and clearings. What we can do is we can do five um, minutes, four minutes. Do you want to take a caller first, or do you, and then do a meditation, or you want to, or can we do a meditation for like five minutes and then go to break? Will that work? Let's do that. Can we do that, Paul? Do a five-minute meditation? Is that too short? No. Okay. Let's try that. (laughs) (laughs) And then if they throw us out, we're out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Go ahead.
2: All right. Uh, So this is for uh, people who want to take a next step you know maybe somebody's the type that would do the magic backpack but there's other people that might want a daily routine or every other day works best if you do it daily and you find a chair in a quiet space could be at the beginning of the day the middle of the day the end of the day it doesn't matter sit down quiet space you just close your eyes and take a breath That's really the first step of of turning in and making some separations. A lot of people complain that they can't meditate. And that's because initially when you close your eyes and turn within, all of the noise that we've been talking about, people jumping in your spaces, really don't want you to separate. So it acts up (laughs) and you wind up jumping out of your seat. So when you're feeling that, you just can take a breath, and let it out and pauses are wonderful you'll be using your imagination you could actually see it or just know it remember good uh, Glinda I, I brought up that image of a person being in a bubble so this is the time where you imagine your bubble a nice color is gold but sometimes a different color really helps you to relax. You can choose your own color. So where does all of this extra energy go that you picked up? Well, I like to imagine that I have a, a shoot or a hose from my hips down into the earth The earth is magnetic, you know, it pulls things to it, Uh, it holds us to the earth, it pulls in uh, space dust, (laughs) holds the clouds at a certain level, right? Moisture in the sky creates the atmosphere that way with gravity. So your gravity, when you set up your bubble, pulls your energy towards you. The Earth's gravity is stronger and it pulls away all of those emotions and commercials, whatever's in your space, down to it. And it disperses, kind of like a lightning rod disperses electricity. If you do this for five minutes or so, you breathe and you let gravity just do its work. You get hungry. You say, oh, wait a second. That might not be mine. You let the earth take it. You're still feeling angry that somebody manipulated you as a patient. You let that go. And eventually, 5, 10, 15 minutes, it's all gone. Or most of it's gone, and you have a little more space to be. So hopefully you're doing that right now. (laughs) Breathing (laughs) and releasing. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing Laughing's allowed. (laughs) And for me, there's usually this little tipping point where all of a sudden I feel just a little bit more calm. At that point, or maybe you set your timer for five minutes, ten minutes. You hear that. Take another breath. And using your imagination again, imagine a sun, big ball of golden light just hovering above you. Of course, this, you let go. And this is the kind of thing we talked about, people being depleted, like um, patients who are ill. Well, you're, you're depleted now a little bit. So you have your own life force above you in that golden ball, and it sets on you like the uh new year's ball right <laughs> boom 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 until you're in a big ball of golden light that you soaked up like sponge then you can open your eyes and you've done it
1: so it is calming yeah it i feel more calm. we calming. should have done this one earlier we should have done it at the beginning i believe <laughs> i know yeah. No to self yeah No to self Okay, so we're going to take a deep breath and relax into our calmness, and we're going to take that break. So we're going to come back, and I see we have some callers on, and uh, Paul very generously is going to do some readings and energy healings. So we'll be right back. Hang in.
2: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have
0: Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa,
2: play Finding Your
1: Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: One thing's for certain, life is uncertain. Do you navigate the unknowns? Visit a avewthroughtheveil.com to sign up for psychic readings and classes with Barb Crowley. You can schedule one to one sessions with Barb for personal and relationship counseling, pet communication, mediumship, career and business direction, or sign up for one of her classes. Everyone has answers through the metaphysical plane, but they need help to access them. Get the help you need today. Visit AviewThroughTheVeil.com. Do you feel that you want more from your life but keep finding yourself in the same spot? It is time to break free from self-defeating patterns and limiting beliefs. Find out more by tuning into Let's Talk About It with nationally recognized psychotherapist, Dr. Jamie Lacey.
1: Learn to create healthy
0: lifestyle choices so that you can be the best you. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
3: Do you have executive function challenges? Actually, these are a lot more common than you would think. These challenges include time management issues, organization, planning, focusing, memory and problem solving. If this sounds like you, you'll want to check out Focus on Success. With Fozzie Acosti, you'll hear from professionals that offer advice based on their expertise and provide solutions to improve your life. Focus on Success can be heard Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: It's your world, motivate, change,
3: succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are listening to Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil with Barb Crowley. To reach the live show, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to A View Through the Veil at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hi, this is Barb Crowley, and I'm on with Paul Care, who has just given us a fabulous meditation. Uh, you can go online and go back and listen if you get a chance. We have some callers on the phone, so I'm going to, you know, go right to them. We have Cindy from Florida. Cindy, are you there? Hello? Uh, I'm Cindy? A, a caregiver. from. Yes, I'm here. Hi, thanks. Thanks for calling. Here's Paul. To, he'll take it from here
2: okay. Oh, hi. Hello, hi, Paul. Cindy. Yeah. Well, hi let's, there. Um, yeah. It's good to hear you. Did you want to uh, have a quick psychic peek at your caregiving space, your little aura bubble? and Yes, I would on?
1: love that. That would be wonderful.
2: Oh, so wh- who do you care for, by the way?
1: Uh, I care for my 94-year-old mother, Eileen. Uh, she's been with me about a year now since COVID. She, uh, Used to live in a uh, assisted facility, and then I brought her home. So I'm her a full time caregiver.
2: Oh, great! So uh, please say your name for me uh, for three times. Could be the first name only. It doesn't matter.
1: Okay, Cindy, Cindy, Cindy.
2: Oh, hey, well, first of all, you're a true caregiver. You have a big heart.
1: <laughs> oh, thank
2: you. <And>, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and it kind of radiates out. Um, the nice thing about that for you is, and this is not true for everyone who has a big heart, but it's creating kind of a field for you, and you gently are able to manage some of the um, challenges that you face, you're intelligent too. I see a lot of yellow. So when your mother is trying to, as she changes, you know, we're not always, always as capable or as adult-like once we start uh, digressing with age. <laughs> right. So some of these challenges you're able to, to meet. You say, oh, yes, of course, this isn't my mother as I knew her when, when she was younger. I need to relate to her in a new way. So you have a lot of ability to manage. Um, I, I don't see... I, one workplace I do see is where she doesn't have the ability to handle her emotions as well. So that's in your emotional space. That's where you okay. really tend to lose who you are. And if you're looking for some healing, that's where I would... Uh, Make the separations, and what we were talking about—filling in with your own life force, um, looking at your own goals for your own, expressing your own emotions. Does I can that make definitely sense? relate
1: to just what you're saying. Great. Okay.
2: Yeah. Did Did you have a a place where you needed a little help or reflection at the moment?
1: Uh, d- just keeping me in the picture when when I'm in this uh, caregiving mode.
2: Just keeping you in the what?
1: Just keeping me, uh, keeping my sense, not letting her whole energy completely consume me.
2: Oh, yes. Um, and that would be exactly uh, the little meditation that we were talking about with the having your own bubble. And that was that, a great one. You, yeah, it really gives you, so you become an individual yet part of the whole. So two, three times a day, just affirming that you have your bubble. And we talked about the backpack. You can, at the end of the day or a couple of times a day, get a little bag of her energy you might have picked up and just spiritually hand it to her and say, you can have it if you want it.
1: (laughs) I like that a lot. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
2: All right. Thanks so much. uh, Go to the next person.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Cindy. And you can get in touch with either one of us if you need more help. Uh, we have Hilary on hold. Hi, Hilary. You there? Hi, Barb. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. And we have Paul Great. here, and he's going to clean out your space and take a look. So, um, tell him cool. about your caregiving experiences. I know you've had well, two. <laughs>
2: I, you know, I originally was thinking about the death of of my parents, um, but I also, and that happened a couple years ago, just a few months apart, both of them, and of course, that was incredibly draining. I now have a teenage daughter who also requires more care maybe than a typical teenager because she has some ongoing health issues,
0: and you know, looking back, I'm not sure I ever really recovered my own energy
2: after the death of my parents. And so it, you know, it's leaving me feeling still drained now while caring for someone else. Mm-hmm. It, yep. Can you say your name for me a couple of times? My my full name or Guess
1: your no, just your first Oh, just first. Yeah. Hillary Hillary
2: Perfect. Yes, you're a great thinker. (laughs) So um, that's one of, uh, well, it's required of you, obviously, for problem solving. So you're a little out of tune with your higher emotions and your self-care and your lower emotions. Um, And that with giving yourself to, you gave yourself to your parents' deeds. And there was an imbalance. Uh, You didn't even um, put your goals on hold. You kind of abandoned yourself. And I see that in in your use of will, uh, in your your bubble, and, um, yeah, your your use of will. So for you, one of your steps would be, um, again, imagining your bubble just like everyone else and making new goals and trying to balance them with um, caregiving. So in a sense, when you reclaim that, you're going to be calling your energy back from from your parents. Now, when I look at your your bubble, I see the backside reaching out like a big arm to the past. Um, And so when you imagine that you're bringing your energy, your life force back to you in that bubble... If you're imagining that you're in a bubble, (laughs) I'll say it again, bubble. So when you do that, it it, it automatically pulls you back into the present. Um, And I see the energy you you lost is a blue and a purple, and we can just call that back right now if you just take a big breath and and call it all back. Um, And then you can have that. And, of course, that gold sun is a tool for everybody, uh, to, to heal. And you're okay as a person, your big thing is um, where you gave your energy up is where you didn't feel safe. And you, you, you give yourself, um, you abandon your own needs, you give yourself up. So you're really going to have to have some of that orange, which is your own creativity. What am I creating for my life? What do I really need for fulfillment? And how do I balance that with the demands of the child? Um, and of course in, in a thought process you'd you'd have to remember oh yes that was four years ago <laughs> you know easy thing for you by the way would be to parent yourself even if it was you were an adult so you imagine you caring for each of the parents and you, you sit down at the coffee table and have a talk hey that part of my life's over <laughs> we're going to update
1: <laughs> you know you um, I'm going to have to jump in here because they'll cut us off. Hilary, can, um, can you hang on a little bit later and we'll get some information and we can, we can finish this up for you. But right now we're, uh, we're at the end of the show as much as we'd love to okay. go on. Unfortunately, we don't have that much more time. And I do want to make sure that you know how to get hold of Paul. Um, he, he's a great teacher and a, a great healer. You can get hold of Paul at gracefulawakenings.net or email him at at gracefuloasis at gmail. And um, he also, not to forget, he runs a school down in Florida and he can do it by Zoom as well, so you don't need to be in Florida. And that is Sarasota Psychic Institute, where he can teach you all of these tools and how to... um, how to make them work in your life. You don't only need to be a caregiver. We all need care. So oh, yes. and self-care. And I'd also, if you want to get hold of me, I am a view through the veil.com or you can email me a view through the veil at dot at, uh, gmail.com. And um, next week we're going to have Brigitte, Brigitte Mars, an herbalist. So please do. come. Oh, back. awesome lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't have not miss a, that. Oh, she's fascinating. And um so have a great weekend and a great week. And um I expect it to be a nice one without snow, rain in the seventies. So I know I'm dreaming, but I've got a fantasy backpack.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Barb also gives great aura healings. Don't thank about Barb or <laughs> buy
1: for an ore healing once
2: a month, maybe.
1: Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Keep you Maintenance, me and the massage. (laughs) Yep. Okay, thanks so much, Paul, for being on the show. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us for Metaphysics, A View Through the Veil. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Barb Crowley, next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your upcoming weekend.